With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Drives one, deep left field, really going back, it's out of here, and the Mets win it! Into the second deck, Alonzo, a three-run shot, and the Mets walking off for the first time this year. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Joining us now is MLB Dream from FTN. You can follow him on Twitter, at MLB Dream. So we've talked uh, yesterday and today a good bit about the home run leaderboard and who perhaps we should bet on to finish with the most home runs. And Pete Alonso leads the league in home runs right now, and he is the favorite to finish with the most home runs, uh, especially if you're clutching your priors that makes a lot of sense. But do you think there's value backing someone else here at the quarter pole of the season? I do. And a couple guys I bet for a season-long home run totals, one was Ronald Acuna. And the fact that he's – you mentioned that he was at 20-1, to 1, I mean, I would go ahead and sprinkle that a little bit. I think he's hitting the ball harder than he ever has. He's striking out significantly less than he ever has, and he looks completely 100% healthy. So, I mean, you put all those things together, and at 20-1, to 1, I think, what, he's probably four or five behind the uh, home run leaders at this point in the season. So I think that's worth a sprinkle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, it's an interesting market just uh, just past this quarter poll. You know, Drew, before we get into today's card, it's a shorter card. We've been talking about some of these division uh, prices, and it seems like there may be some shifting going on. Uh, the Astros, they just sweep the Cubs, and they're going to get the Athletics for six of their next nine games. I, I see their price, uh, even though they're two games back, at minus 125. Uh, the Cardinals, even though they've been hanging around in last place, in the NL Central, they, they're still in the conversation. They're, they're viewed as one of the unlucky teams uh, with their results so far this season. Is there a di- division uh, that you find intriguing that, that you think is uh, most noteworthy where you can see some sort of a shift from where the, uh, the, first, the current first place is? I mean, I'd have to, yeah, actually looking at the standings now, um, the Cardinals have, have been a little unlucky as, as far as you look at third order stats and things like that. And it's funny that you mentioned uh, Houston. I was checking out those standings yesterday. I was a little, I mean, I know the, the Rangers have been good, but I was a little surprised to see them still in first. I think even at minus 125, that's something I'm going to look to bet um, probably when, it get, when we get off here. I do think that the Astros are, you know, they're playing better ball now. They get Altuve back. I think he could potentially come back on Friday. So I, I really like them. I know that they lost Garcia um, to Tommy John most likely. But, yeah, I do think the Astros end up winning that division. And it's really not that long of a price there, minus 120, minus 125. Angels at Orioles, uh, first pitch in about an hour. We've got Tyler Wells on the mound for the Orioles. He is playing very well, I think, arguably the best pitcher today. His strikeout prop, though, has me scratching my head. There's a five and a half. There's a six and a half. Would you look to the over? The under is juiced. Um, What's your assessment of Tyler Wells so far? I was really close 
I was hoping for a four and a half, to be completely honest. I think he lands on five, so I probably stay away um, from the strikeout prop for today. But I'm close. I do like the Orioles today. I was also looking at their team total. But this is a pretty much a perfect park for, for Anderson with that huge you know wall in, in left field. The only thing that I'm a little concerned about Wells, who's been great, is his left on base percentage is about 88%. So we're going to expect some decent amount of regression there. We don't really know when. And his Babbitt, his Batting average on balls is in play is at 145. So neither one of those numbers is sustainable. So I do expect some regression there. We just don't really know when that's coming. So I lean Baltimore here and team total. I was kind of hoping that either Trout or Otani would get rest, would, get, would be out of the lineup today, and that would lead me to a play on Baltimore. But for now, I'm just waiting for the Orioles lineup and seeing if, if it's at full strength to see if I can get there. We started this conversation alluding to the Mets, want to go back to them because they're in this weird spot where obviously expectations were super duper high to start the season. And a lot of it was because of Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. Well, both pitchers have not met expectations at this point of the season. Are you concerned they will continue to underperform? I think Max looks okay. I haven't looked too closely into his numbers from his last start, but it is concerning. And then it also is a big plus for them that what Senga finally broke out last night and had, I think 11 or 12 mm-hmm. strikeouts. They've been kind of been waiting for that. And of course it's one of the few times I didn't bet the over there. So, um, but yeah, I, I am a little concerned about the Mets and I think it was mostly concerned about, about their lineup and just the fact that they weren't hitting. I mean, Marte, especially coming off the double growing surgery, like I was starting to wonder if he actually might be cooked and if a phantom IL stint was coming, but I think he's been playing, excuse me, better as of late. I'm still a little unsure about the Mets and not really sure what to expect from them. So, I mean, it's kind of like still a wait and see there for me. Uh, Is there a a game that stands out? We we hit on one with Baltimore, but uh, of the other five, is, is there one that you really like? So I had a couple plays. I bet the Dodgers, I think, at minus 148 this morning, and also their team total at over four and a half, minus 122. Uh, I mean, this is pretty much what we're getting from Urias. I think his Sierra has been a, a, like 364 or 365 now for the last like three years. And I think Wainwright is kind of cooked or getting pretty close to getting cooked. He's getting even sw- fewer swings and misses so far this year, and he really doesn't have the ground ball pitch going either. So I don't really know how he's going to get out. <laughs> um, I am a little nervous about the Dodgers bullpen. They've pitched a ton the last couple of days with Dustin May getting injured yesterday. I think in the first or second inning, and then Kershaw only going four or five the day before. So their bullpen is a little spent, but I did lay the minus 148 on the money line and played them on the team total as well. I also played Tampa. Um, I got a bad number. I think minus 115, minus 116. That was before their lineup was released. So I don't like that as much without Wander in there, and obviously Yandy's still still out with a little injury. So I think that's more of a toss-up now, at like minus 107, minus 108. So I don't really know if I would have bet that again, obviously, without Wander in there. I saw Muncie has a home run off Wayno as well. Looks like four to one, maybe not enough value there. Um, where else are you looking? Um, Judge has a couple home runs off Barrios. Um, anything you like in the home run market for today? Honestly, I haven't spent too much time looking at the home run market. I do know that there's they've been showing a little bit more value than they were last year, which, which is obviously great because some of the numbers, especially even Judge, were getting ridiculous last year. And what's interesting is I saw uh, three or four of the projection systems ERA for the rest of the season. And I think three of them had lower ERAs for the rest of the year. 
uh, which doesn't make any sense to me with the weather warming up. Ball is going to be flying a lot more. And like, we really don't even know how this new ball is going to play when it, when it warms up so far. And what's also was funny is I think on the 15th of last year is when we kind of saw MLB introduce that, um, what is it, the rabbit ball or whatever they're calling it, I forget, but the Goldilocks ball. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is every single game went over on the 15th of this month as well. So I'm wondering if maybe we saw a, 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 a switch in balls or if, if this is just the warm weather really helping the ball carry. Another ball club, uh, speaking of, you know, hitting the cover off the baseball, uh, the Red Sox uh, seem to be constantly getting over their team totals and constantly over game totals as well. Is this going to slow down anytime soon for Boston? I mean, can it hit it at a 70% clip for the rest of the year? I don't know. But (laughs) the fact that they're able to throw seven lefties regularly seven good left-handed hitters against righties on a daily basis i think is a huge advantage so i do expect their offense to kind of continue to be you know this good i don't know if we'll continue to see it hit at 70 percent, but yeah their team totals and their uh, full game overs have been just hitting at a crazy high clip and even higher at fenway this year i think that's the top scoring uh, stadium in baseball if i'm not mistaken uh drew want to hit on some k props that jumped out to me now you're impressed for uh, miami he had seven in his first start. I don't see a number posted for him yet, uh, but a, a guy that has a higher strikeout rate, Taj Bradley for Tampa Bay, his number's four and a half. He's at 13 and a half Ks per nine in his three starts. Uh, do you find value there? Um, at just, you know, fourth start of the season, uh, they're only putting it at four and a half going up against the Mets. You know, I, I, I'm close on that one. The Mets don't strike out very much. They're, I think, the second lowest strikeout rate in baseball. So that kind of has me a little worried. And then also, I'm not exactly sure about Taj's usage. I think he got pulled last time for Cincinnati at 79 pitches. He still hit his strikeout prop, so it wasn't a big deal. But I'm a little nervous about Cash, you know, maybe pulling him after five or just having an early hook there. And uh, Perez, yeah, I didn't think that we would see another four and a half after his first start. The thing that I saw that was made me a little curious was he got every single strikeout against a righty in his first start. And I think we were going to see seven lefties from the Nats today. And they're also a team, I think they have the lowest strikeout rate in baseball. So that's one that I'm probably just going to stay away from today and just kind of watch to see how he does against all these lefties and just hope for a bigger sample. But I, I do, I think I'll probably end up regret leaving Taj Bradley off today. What's been uh, your overall assessment of Dylan Cease? Uh, are you at the point where you're looking to fade him? <laughs> Would you look at any of his props? Um, I was. I think I was against him in his last start versus the Astros. He did pitch pretty well. But, yeah, I was looking at his numbers today. His first strike percentage is higher than it was last year, but he is walking more guys and getting fewer swinger and misses. People are making – Uh, more contact in the middle of the plate as well. Mm -hmm. I heard some post-game comments from him, I think, two starts ago, and he was talking about how he's getting closer to where he wants to be mechanically. So Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure if – like what to expect from him going forward. But I think these mm-hmm. next couple starts will show us, you know, a lot. If he continues to struggle, then yeah, I'll probably go full fade mode. But if he says, you know, he's if he starts showing that he is improving like he said, then I'd probably back off fading him. 
Another pitcher that uh, has really had a rough go of things uh, over his last few starts is Nestor Cortez for the Yankees. And, you know, seven earned runs allowed three starts ago. I think six earned runs allowed uh, in his last outing. And he is going up against the Blue Jays as I kind of look through uh, Woba X Woba difference. Uh, you know, Toronto could very well be due for some positive regression. And so is this an opportunity to fade Cortez? Maybe under 16 and a half outs recorded, maybe under strikeout prop, anything there for you? I did look at the strikeouts. Um, I decided against it with all the righty bats for Toronto. I mean, Cortez is a guy that's been rather fortunate the last few years in beating his peripheral stats, and I think that's kind of catching up with him. Like Cease, they're making a lot more contact, and he's having an issue uh, you know, getting guys to miss. So I leaned over there and leaned Yankees as well, uh, but I don't think I'll, I'll, I'll have anything there. Uh, we uh, we noticed earlier that uh, what's happening with the Miami Marlins a fourteen and one record in one run games. <laughs> is there anything you can do with that? Uh, the the run line record is is among the worst in baseball, and you know a surprise like Washington a, among the best. Anything you can do with that sort of information? Like we know that's uh, that's not going to continue over the course of the season, but what can we do with that as betters? I mean, honestly, not much. And the most surprising part about them winning their last few games is they've been doing it without Jazz, who's on the IL. So, like, you expect yeah. that to kind of be around, you know, 500 for the season. So it'll be interesting to see if they keep that up. Um, and then, like you mentioned, the Nationals are one of the better teams um, on the run line. I did think today's price was a little bit too high for, uh, on the Marlins side. But, again, Trevor Williams is not a guy I want to get behind here. So I think this is just more just watching Perrette. Perez for the uh, Marlins and, you know, just getting a bigger, bigger sample size on uh, his stuff. What is your overall process like on a day-to-day basis betting baseball? Do you start looking at this the day before? Do you more dive in in the morning? And it sounds like you like some team totals. Is that one of the, you know, the areas you look at the most? What, what do you like to focus on? Uh, for a while, I was looking like if there were some a couple of pitchers that I was backing on the uh, in the strikeout market, I might look at them the night before to kind of you know be ready to bet them the morning of. Uh, but for the most part, mm-hmm. I just start with the uh, starting pitchers for each side and, and just kind of go from there. I do my most of my hitting work on like a, a team team aspect, less so than you know player by player, and then we'll obviously look at lineups to see if anyone significant is missing. But yeah, it, I think it's mostly. Um, Pitcher props, team totals, and sides. Um, but yeah, the strikeout market's been a little bit tighter the last few days, so I've been actually been trying to find guys that are more in like the four and a half range and, and play those overs. It is interesting when you're looking at sort of the landscape of baseball betting that no runs first inning, yes runs first inning seem to have exploded last year. At least that was the, the take that I had. And there are a lot of veterans of baseball betting who say, no, this is not something you should ever look at. Where do you stand as far as this debate is concerned? I mean, listen, people can bet whatever they want, right? Like, I'm not going to get mad at people. Like, it didn't make any sense to me, really, why people were so infatuated with that market. Like, I guess it's like they must not like baseball that much, and it's just like an instant result, and they could go on with their day or their (laughs) night. But honestly, like, as as far as, like, that market goes, when I talked to a few sharp guys, he's like, all right, man, like, whatever side's, like, plus 120 or plus 130, like, go ahead and bet that side. Like, it doesn't even matter to them who's pitching. I mean, obviously, the total matters. But, like, they're really just betting the price at this point, and – like, I, I don't spend any time looking into that market. <laughs> no nerfy? 
your fee? <laughs> <laughs> Not for yeah. me. And, and again, like I, it, it's incredibly popular. And if people have found success betting no or yes, then good for them. Yeah, it's as long as they're part of the conversation, it's it's fine. But it is interesting that it is exploded in popularity, and it's like you know you have other eight exciting innings. There's probably more value there as well, but. Hey, you know, it's, right. I think people just, just want to see the result and then just kind of go, go on with their night. One thing I have been betting more yeah. this year that I haven't before that I never have is mm -hmm. same game parlays and not really huge legs. Mm -hmm. If if I like a pitcher to definitely get, you know, like Tyler Wells. Actually, I might look at that when yeah. we're done here. Maybe tease Tyler Wells strikeouts down to over four and couple that with the mm -hmm. Orioles money line. If you get that kind of close to plus to plus money or even minus one ten, like that would be a play. And it's probably something I'm going to look into right when we get off here today. Good stuff. MLB Dream from FTN, thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight. They're coming right up.